Welcome to this episode of Mentors at Your Benchside, the podcast giving you advice, tips and tools for getting the most out of your research. I'm Thomas Warwick and today I'll be talking to you about the types of genetic variants. Perhaps one of the most significant discoveries in modern genetics after the human genome was sequenced is the role of genetic variations in evolution, disease and the creation of plants and animals. While the Human Genome Project, and many other genome projects for that matter, showed how many genes living things share, they also demonstrated the importance of genetic variants. These variants are vital to successful evolution. Some genotype changes, usually of the smaller type, can lead to changes in phenotype. But what are they exactly and what type of variants exist? How do they impact disease, development, survival and medicine? And what do you need to consider when studying them? This episode answers those questions. What are genetic variants? Genetic variants are differences in DNA sequence that occur naturally between individuals in a given population. They appear in many forms, including single nucleotide changes, SNPs slash SNVs, small insertions or deletions, or larger structural changes in the DNA. Note that these differences can occur in both coding and non-coding regions of the genome, and, as mentioned, can influence various traits and characteristics, including disease risk, drug metabolism, and physical traits. Some genetic variants are inherited from parents while others arise spontaneously during cell division due to environmental factors. Key variants explained. Key variants explained. Over the past 50 centuries, nearly 1 million variants have appeared in humans. Most of these variants are unlikely to impact our health, yet many have been linked to disease. Research has been compared to finding a needle in a stack of needles because of the comparent rarity of genetic variations and the copious amounts of genetic code that needs to be studied to confirm they exist and assess their biological significance. We'll discuss why genetic variances are difficult to study in more detail later. For now, here are the many types of variants that exist. Structural variations. This is basically an umbrella term referring to SNPs slash SNVs, indels, which is a portmanteau of insertion and deletion, and copy number variations, and several other variants that change the sequence of base pairs in a genome. These variations, while small compared to a frameshift mutation, are increasingly important in understanding human diseases. In fact, it's been found that nearly all human tumours have some structural variants, some just a handful, others in the thousands. Single nucleotide polymorphisms slash single nucleotide variants. Known as single nucleotide polymorphisms or SNPs in populations and single nucleotide variations, SNVs in individuals, these variants are simply exchanges of one nucleotide base pair for another. There are several million SNPs in the average human and perhaps as many in plants. Check out figure one in the corresponding article for an illustration of an SNP. These have become very important markers for certain diseases, such as breast cancer, and will undoubtedly serve as guideposts for developing personalised treatments. In fact, there are roughly 180 SNPs associated with the development of breast cancer. Along with the known significance of mutations in the BRCA1 and BRCA2 genes, these variants are an excellent and promising example of the medical importance of genetic variations and their role in cancer diagnosis, among other therapeutic applications. Insertion and deletion variations. Indels, short for insertion and deletion, are added or subtracted base pairs in a segment of DNA. It's estimated that humans have several million of these. More substantial than SNPs slash SNVs, 
Intel's involved between 1 and 10,000 base pairs. Like SNP and SNVs, they most likely play some role in disease and may play an important role in determining personalised medicine. In the disease, cystic fibrosis for example, indels are responsible for the deletion of a single amino acid that triggers the disease. Copy number variations. This refers to differences in the number of specific genes for a certain trait found in a genome. While the central dogma taught us that there were two copies of a gene in every genome, recent advances have shown that there may be many copies of a gene, or none at all. Copy number variations can lead to disease states. These variations may be the most prevalent of all. Their large size has meant that they may involve three times as many base pairs as SMP SMVs, the next most prevalent structural variation. Translocations and inversions. These are chromosomal rearrangements of genes, or at least segments of DNA, in which DNA segments are broken off and either located at some other point on the chromosome, translocation, or reinserted into the chromosomal DNA in reverse, 180 degrees from its previous alignment. This is known as an inversion. Generally, the larger the segment of DNA that is subject to these rearrangements, the more likely it is that it will cause a change in phenotype. Why are genetic variants difficult to study? Identifying genetic variants can be difficult for several reasons. Genome complexity. The human genome is complex. It contains around 3 billion base pairs of DNA, and the vast majority of this DNA is non-coding. Many variants can occur in non-coding regions that may not have an obvious effect on phenotype. Good luck finding those. Genome diversity. The human genome, and most genomes in fact, are also really diverse, with millions of genetic variants that differ between individuals. So, distinguishing between benign variants and those that have a significant impact on health is a massive challenge. Think about doing this at a population-wide level. DNA sequencing limitations. Traditional sequencing methods, like Sanger sequencing, are time-consuming and expensive, given the amount of genetic data that must be sequenced. The ability to sequence large numbers of genomes quickly and accurately is limited by sequencing techniques, therefore. Thankfully, massively paralysed, next-generation sequencing methods promise to alleviate this burden. Some variants are intrinsically difficult to detect. Genetic variants that involve structural changes in DNA, such as duplications, deletions and inversions, are hard to detect using traditional current sequencing methods. A technique to detect this that's as powerful as DNA sequencing would be a boon. Repetitive sequences. Repetitive sequences, of which there are loads in the human genome, are usually difficult to sequence and align to a reference genome. This can cause errors in variant calling. False positives and false negatives. Sadly, not every finding we make is real. Variants can be incorrectly called due to sequencing errors, misalignments or other technical artefacts, leading to false positives. Conversely, some true variants can be missed due to low sequencing depth and other limitations, resulting in false negatives. Things to consider when studying variants. Naturally, geneticists and other scientists are very interested in studying variants, and you might be interested in studying them too. So what should you keep in mind? Here are several methods and factors to consider. Sample size. When studying variants, the sample size is crucial to properly determine whether a variation occurs in just one genome down to experimental error or is a genuine and significant finding. Sample sizes needed for genome-wide studies, for example, may have to be so huge as to prohibit routine analysis. For more information about selecting appropriate sample sizes, check out the corresponding online article.
Genome-wide association studies initially showed the extent of the structural variance in the human genome and others. However, genome-wide association studies, or whole genome sequencing, is still not an economically practical way to study individual variations and groups that may be associated with the variation in a certain gene or region of DNA. Hotspot analysis. For well-studied diseases, such as certain cancers, some next-generation sequencing manufacturers sell panels that contain sequences of known cancer genes. For example, Ion Torrent, now a part of Firma Fisher Scientific, has a hotspot panel that contains 207 primer pairs that match 50 oncogenes and tumor suppressor genes, including KRAS, BRAF, and EGFR. Sequencing is then carried out using any of the brands of next-generation sequencing machines. This is a fast way to determine if your tumor cell samples show any variations in these genes. However, these panels cannot tell you if you've discovered a whole new cancer gene. Consider sequencing just the exome. When whole genome sequencing proves to be too time-consuming or expensive, sequencing the exome, or coding regions, is a viable alternative option. This technique assumes, of course, that your variants lie within genes or other coding regions of DNA. Whole genome sequencing has been invaluable in discovering variants behind diseases, phases of development, and normal phenotypic variations. However, for epigenetic studies and searches for de novo variations, that myelite outside of coding regions, this technique isn't very helpful. CHIP Chromatin immunoprecipitation, or CHIP, involves pulling down cross-linked protein DNA complexes in a chromatin preparation with an antibody directed against a certain histone modification, which can then be analysed by qPCR or sequencing. This technique has begun to be useful for detecting variants that may not have been caused directly by expressing DNA, i.e. genes, showing the potential roles played by non-coding DNA in epigenetics in the development of variants. Software for variant calling. Whatever the sample, and however the sample is sequenced or isolated, variants still need to be accurately called or identified. Because of the amount of data generated by whole genome sequences and even exome-specific sequences is enormous, bioinformatics techniques have been developed to determine true variants and, one hopes, weed out false positives and negatives. There are too many software packages to list here, but for a detailed review of what's available, be sure to read the references in the corresponding online article. Genetic variants summarised. Clearly, genetic variations are complicated. Studying them evidently provides insights into the underlying mechanisms of various biological processes and helps to identify potential targets for medical treatments. So that's it for genetic variants. Check out the episode description for links to related articles and resources and don't forget to subscribe to the podcast to get more help and advice from mentors at your benchside. Are you always on the go, but still seeking valuable insights to advance your research? Well, look no further than Listen In, the podcast from Bite Size Bio that offers the benefits of webinars in a portable format. With webinars featuring leading researchers and commercial specialists discussing techniques like CRISPR-Cas9 and microscopy. With Listen In, you can tap into their expertise and drive your research project forward efficiently and productively, no matter where you are. Visit bitesizebio.com forward slash podcasts or search for Listen In in your podcast app to subscribe.